forever. Dog. Behold, a harvest of horrors. This week on the podcast, Silver Raven Wolves, which is key to terror. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And we are returning to the Witches Chillers series by Silver Ravenwolf with, I think, the th- yeah, the third in this series, which is Key to Terror. Okay, I did not realize this was the third. So the other one we read, was that the first one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they were mentioning, they're like, man, we keep losing people <laughs> in and our coven. Like, <laughs> but only one book has happened since. I was like, damn, you guys have been burning bridges left and right then. But even even with this being the third in the series, like, what the fuck happened in book two? I know. I know. It sounded wild. Because all of a sudden, like, new boyfriend, lost members, where's, like, some of the people that were in the first (laughs) book? Like, I listened to just, like, maybe 15 minutes or so of our first episode to remind myself of Mm. what the book was even like. Because I had zero memories. Mm -hmm. Um. Like, it was truly, I think this might have been our last episode before lockdown. Stop. Mm-hmm. March 11th, 2020, <laughs> baby. <laughs> so disturbing. We were, like, so making disturbing. fun of Mike Bloomberg's campaign. Oh, no, stop, stop. I feel yeah, sick. It was I feel like, sick. I was like, I can't listen to myself no, pre-pandemic no times. No fucking too way. Innocent, too innocent. Too innocent. You have no idea. This yeah. is I, it's so much worse than listening to a pre Trump Trump no, I know. episode. It, it was like, wow, you do not know what's about to hit you in days. No, mere days. days. Holy fucking! Um, shit. Although we That's typically record like a week in advance, but okay, oof. fine, but whatever, weeks. But in oof. Um, yeah, so that was that's the episode that came out week of lockdown. Oh, stop. Wild. I'm sick. I'm sick. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't remember any of it. And so I'm going back and listening to it and it's like, okay, so yeah. So in the first one, like her boyfriend, her shitty boyfriend, Joe, had been killed in a car accident. He'd been like fully beheaded. Wait, what? And they were trying to, they were trying to figure out who killed him because Bethany didn't think it was an accident and people were being like super bitchy to her about it. Like, God, why don't you just like move on already? Oh my God. Classic. Classic. And there was some guy named Nick in the circle. Oh, Joe had been in the circle. There's no Nick in this. They're like, wow, I can't believe Jillian's gone. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe I don't know who Jillian is. I know. And Jillian is apparently Sydney's sister. Yes. So yeah. I really don't enjoy the name Sydney for guys. Why? And yet I love it for girls. I, I think it's something about the S-I-D. I hate that spelling. Oh, Sid. Well, does it make you think of the evil little boy in Toy Story? No, I think it makes me think of Paul Newman's character in Hudsucker Proxy. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't. I don't like I don't I don't like it as a name for boys. Maybe it's just I have a cousin, a female cousin named Sydney mm. with an S Y D, mm. and I'm like too attached to it in that form. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'm trying to think. I knew as I knew a girl Sydney S Y D uh, in high school. Uh, 
have no feelings about the name. I'm going to be honest. I I have I feel nothing. I think nothing. That's the way to be, I think. <laughs> just let the Sydneys of the world be. Yeah. Yeah. Why am I judging them? True. Not- and he seems perfectly nice. Oh, Sydney the character. Yeah. Is is, is great. He's Maybe probably King of the, the best one. <laughs> Him and Cricket should get together. Wow. Um yeah, much he, as Bethany um, fears and then just like I don't want to have anything to do with the rest of them yeah they are so unpleasant to be around as a friendship group <laughs> that's so funny because i actually they're like fighting them. and fighting and fighting all the time them. i thought it was banter i know it was meant to be banter yeah but it's just like constant bickering yeah and they cannot get anything done i will say yeah the, the annoying part is that it's I a like little Tilly. bit long like they took a little long to like decide to do anything ever Mm because they were always like well we should do this well we should do this but i think i I liked all the characters i don't know i i'm glad maybe maybe there's something in the air at my house right now that i'm just like "Eh, maybe this is fine i i have noticed that i am not getting annoyed with things that i'm watching or reading or really anything i don't know i don't know what changed yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, know. you know what? This person tried and <laughs> I can I can get down with some bickering, but they are like almost never on the same page. And they are being like really weirdly callous about the fact that it very much seems like Sydney is just like dumped. Yeah. Bethany without even saying anything to her and dating this girl Renee, even though that that's not what's happening, but they have every reason to be on Bethany's side about it. Yeah. You know what's interesting is I was way, way more interested in like the whole cricket thing. Like everything was, I was like, let's just stay at the farm. Just stay at the fucking farm. Just, it should have been, they all go and they work at the farm and they keep working at the farm. And that's where everything takes place. Yeah. Yeah. The second they got fired and like didn't try to get their jobs back immediately, I was like, no. You need to- I, it was very weird. I was like, you guys need to ignore the hoodoo maid. Also, like, why is Ramona so anti-helping? She felt like it like, was something bad was there. Which is, I mean, and she's right, but that's the thing is, aren't they supposed to help people? Well, I think that's their groups. Um, but not Ramona's bag, I guess. Yeah, Ramona's like, you just need to mind your own business and survive. Like, she's like, why would you want to get yourself into this? So basically, also Cricket, great name. Great. Love that name. Cricket, so fun, so fresh. I like it for her, yes. I like it for this character. It works well for this character in book. Because she's kind of spunky. She's kind of fun. She wants something more. I thought it was cute. Cricket is very relatable. I really liked Cricket. Mm -hmm. I wanted more for her. Back of the book? Yes, Or do you have it in front of you? Uh, I'm holding your book. Yeah, you read it because okay. I think I have a Goodreads thing and it's maybe not the same. Cool. All right. So, a devastating fire, a rash of farm accidents, a poisoned apple, and a woman's mysterious disappearance. What's happening at the Bindart Orchard? People keep secrets, but ravens and rabbits bring messages, if you can decipher them. When Cricket Bindart asks 16 year old Bethany Salem for assistance, the Witch's Night Out Coven is drawn into a dark harvest of danger. Do you dare join them? Okay, you want to know what the one difference is in the Goodreads thing? (laughs) What? They don't say how old Bethany is. They just say, asks Bethany. And no last name. Isn't that weird? Mm. Why? 
No idea. Really? I don't know why. Maybe someone was just like, I just need to feel like I have my stamp on this. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I get out of a plagiarism accusation. Yeah. <laughs> By changing tiny things. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel like I would have maybe liked it better if okay there's a couple things one mm -hmm. so all of this all of this fucking comes from it's not his fault but like revolves around tad the twin of cricket mm -hmm. and yet tad is barely, barely in the book in yeah and i feel like if the if the girls had been working at the or orchard like the entire time and weren't and didn't really leave I feel like they would have been interacting with Tad more. It just, I, I feel like we spent too much time either at school or at Bethany's mm -hmm. house or just places that weren't the orchard. Yeah. We we were always where the action wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And all the crazy things happened off page. Just them trying to decide whether to get involved and then like lightly being like kept involved against their will yeah it was just a lot of bickering about whether to do anything at all and what to do yeah and, and it's not that the dialogue wasn't cute it was just that like this should be peppered throughout the bickering it can't yeah. always just be and it was like very like kind of paint by numbers each scene like Nam's going to say something about astrology and why she doesn't want to get involved. And she's going to say she wants to go to the mall. And they're going to talk about how fashionably she's always dressed. And Tilly's always going to be wanting something to eat. And Bethany's always going to be commenting on how Tilly can eat anything and not gain anything. Yeah. It was like pretty much the same beats every scene that they had together. And you can do all those things while progressing either the characters or the plot yes. you know like you can have all that happen if along with them actually doing things um and and it you know that they weren't proactive but they were so like <laughs> it was like they were proactive against their will yeah yeah they, 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 they weren't things, but they yeah. didn't want to and like why are why are we doing why are we even doing this and it's like i don't know i just said yes on a whim and it's like Meh. Bitch, 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 moan, moan, moan. Yeah. I mean, I felt like Cricket, I mean, I'm sorry, Tilly. I felt like Tilly, Tilly was, wasn't like that. Yeah. She was like, we need to help Cricket because like this whole situation is crazy fucked up. Mm -hmm. And Bethany's like, I don't know. Ramona told us not to. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay. Bethany, get with the program. Oh, my God. But I do you, you know have a crime solving coven or not. <laughs> I know. I did like actually the moment. So. Again, this uh, involves Cricket and not the other three girls, but sort of. So they're supposed to meet Cricket um, at the cemetery. Mm -hmm. And she's like over an hour late. But it's literally because <laughs> she like has grabbed the tangle foot, which is like bad luck. And is like has it in her yeah, shirt. She's getting caught. Yeah. And so she like keeps. Yeah. Situations. Yeah, it keeps like getting, she's so unlucky every single time. It's like, oh, now I'm ran into Alice and I have to like talk to her for a bunch of time. Oh God, and, and now Z's here and I can't leave and all this other. I mm -hmm. also, that was the other thing. Like I thought it would be so much interest, more interesting to learn the mysteries of the farm if we got to know the characters a little bit more. 
Yeah, like I wanted more time with Leslie. She seemed really interesting and also relatable yeah. and sympathetic. All three of the kids, I think, were relatable. Relatable. Yeah. Even Tad. Yeah, I agree. Why did the mom go without oh talking God. for two years and then just snap out of it? Also, okay, do you feel like they left let the mom off the hook a little bit? Like oh they my didn't God, yes. <laughs> she just the starts dad's, talking? like fucking hitting his pregnant daughter. Oh my god. That was shocking. I to could me. not believe I like my mouth flew open during that scene because it was genuinely violent. Scary. Scary. Because she has just and he's overheard her, and that's why he hits her. <laughs> he, she has just confessed to Yeah, I know. Cricket that she has been married <laughs> for a long time and is pregnant and has been like her like quote unquote business trips that she's taking is actually her just like going home and living and with she's her only family. like and she's not telling the dad about it because he wouldn't understand she doesn't want to be um like written out of her inheritance and she wants this farm to survive and the dad's doing a terrible job and here's all here are all of her reasons. And then the dad barges in and he's like, I overheard all of it. And just fucking like slaps her against like a wall or a dresser or something. And she gets knocked unconscious and has to be taken to the hospital. It's wild. It's also like, so then dad is at the fucking Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. I'm like, hey, why are they forgiving they like, him? And he apologizes <laughs> And Leslie doesn't say anything. It's just like a single tear rolls down her face. <laughs> and I was like, she does not forgive you, sir. <laughs> Can you imagine being at that Thanksgiving and being like, oh, man, something happened with this family? Like, and you, she, we know that she is good at just like swallowing her true feelings and getting and going along to get along. So you know that she did not forgive this man. Yeah. He has acted like a monster, like kind of their whole lives, but particularly the last two years. And I feel like he tries to explain it away by being like, well, I was really sad when my dad died. And it wasn't even his dad. Oh, right. It was his father-in-law. Yeah. Who and they was didn't like, get along. Great. And everyone fucking loved him. And he did all these fun things at the farm that made yeah. the farm money. Yeah. Dad fully sucks. Dad maybe true villain of the piece because Janet couldn't have gotten away with any of this shit if the dad hadn't been a fucking asshole. Yeah. Not paying attention to problems, just trying to keep everybody under his thumb. Yeah. I mean, literally yeah. beating his child. Literally beating his pregnant, pregnant child. Pregnant child. Also, okay, kind of going off of how I, I really loved how nuanced the kids were because like Cricket... She's unhappy, but she still follows the rules. Mm -hmm. And she wants to protect her brother who openly defies the rules. And she kind of like, she she knows she wants out, but she's not sure what that means. And then Tad is like, fuck this. I actually really love the moment when he was like, our clothes suck. Like we, we're like, the fact that he's complaining about that they have to wear these like dorky clothes because they're, basically Amish like they are like homeschooled not allowed to like they're extremely religious parents not really allowed to socialize with other kids and yet like they don't even talk about religion ever yeah that was interesting it's like they're they're like very afraid of witchcraft and yet like not really religious 
And also doesn't make sense. They I, I thought it was really interesting that witchcraft does exist even in their circles, but they paint it as faith healing. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was really interesting. They call it interestingly powwow. Yeah, that was And I was like, that's not your word. No. But I want I bet it's something, you know, I bet it's that's real that people have called it that. Yeah, it was just like That's so interesting. It's not a white people word, so that's No. I wonder what that's about. I don't know. Um but okay, so basically what happens is Cricket, she's 16. She's like getting something from the mailbox and then she sees this big dead rabbit and it's all black. It's not like the rabbits that are around and it's just like on the mailbox and she's like okay she throws it in the woods she's like i'm not afraid of you and then her brother's like what are you doing and she's like nothing (laughs) (laughs) nothing (laughs) nothing at all and he's like okay Uh, and then she's like well actually there's a dead rabbit and he's like what and she's like yeah that's crazy right (laughs) and then um basically we cut to Bethany, Nam, and Tilly, who are our three friends from the first book that are in this w- crime-solving witch group. And they're like, we need jobs. And Janet, this girl that has the locker next to Nam, overhears them talking about it. And Nam's like, ugh, I lost a piece of jewelry. And everyone's like, damn, that sucks. And then Janet's like, you know, if you need money, you could work at the orchard, the Bindart orchard, but it's very cursed and it sucks working there. I used to work there. I got fired. But anyway, you should try working there. And they were like, yay. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not examine this any further. (laughs) So they go. I actually also liked this part, how like (laughs) – um, so they get the girls get split up to do different jobs when they start working at the orchard. Okay, Alice, Alice is fucked <laughs> up, and Alice I could is a not problem. believe when it turned out Tad was genuinely in love with her and carrying on a legitimate relationship <laughs> because she is fucking. She is a lying bigot, mm-hmm. and she's evil, like yes. straight up evil. So Alice is like working in the orchard store and that's where they assign Bethany. So Bethany has to like deal with Alice. And Alice the malice. Alice the malice. So clever. So clever. She's awful. Like truly awful. Like she like kicks the dustpan out of Bethany's hand when she's trying to sweep and like, but what really takes the cake, I could not believe what what she ends up doing yeah i mean it's, it's really like to me unforgivable <laughs> completely unforgivable completely like unforgivable so tad so the way that they're split up is um bethany's in the in the in the shop with alice tad and nam are like working together in the like wood mill or something and then Tilly is like picking fruit in the orchard. And they hear a scream and it's Nam's scream. So Bethany goes running to the woodmill thing and Tad's finger is off of his body. It's gone. It's it like, is no longer there. <laughs> it's on the floor or something. And Tad's finger has left the premises. <laughs> yeah. And 
everyone's like, ah, holy shit. And Bethany's like, oh, in her head, she's like, I know how to stop blood, but I shan't because it's, I'll be judged. So she doesn't do anything at first. And everyone's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Nam's like, holy fucking shit, you guys. <laughs> it's like blood, pew, 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 mm-hmm. splurting. It's really ugly. It's really bad. It, like everyone from the orchard has arrived and they're watching him just like lose blood. And then Bethany's like, whoosh, whoosh, to herself, slaps herself in the face. It's like, get in the pro with the program, Bethy. So she's like, hey, you, go call for an ambulance. But we don't have time. I'm going to stop his blood. And they're like, you do powwowing? And she's like, I don't know what you're saying, but, but okay. Sure. <laughs> so then she like concentrates on the mystical magic and stops the blood. And they take him away to go to the hospital and they're able to put his finger back on. Now where Alice comes in, do you want to say what Alice does? Because I am just, it's so unforgivable. No, you started. You deserve to. Okay, you fine. deserve to finish. So the dad, like Cricket's dad, who's like the, the king of the orchard, he comes in and he's like, what happened? And Alice butts in and she's like, I saw it all happen. Did she say Bethany is the one who did it? Yeah. She's she like, Bethany, Bethany, like, um, like legit pushed him into it <laughs> she claims she pushed him into the machine yeah and nam not was just, like like hexed what? him not just no. his witchcraft actually physically pushed him pushed him she's like and i know that she did it because she's evil <laughs> which is like what are you talking about and she's like you know she does magic classic witchcraft bitchcraft <laughs> she hurt him so that she could heal him in front Witchcraft of you. with a capital B. <laughs> and Nam is like, what the fuck are you talking about? You weren't even in here. I saw it happen. He was showing me how to do something and he slipped and fell and it, his hand went in the thing. And the dad is like, I knew witches were bad. You're fired. Even though and Bethany just stopped bleeding. Seriously. Like, what is the logic here? Complete. Folk? Seriously. And they are really... <laughs> Because we are in this Bethany and her friends in in Crest, whatever. Where do they live? Mm. Something Crest. They're in. It's like a suburb of New York, right? Because her dad is a is on the NYPD. My, yeah, yeah, that's right. He's in the NYPD. Yeah, that's why and he's always so gone. They are now in an area called Northern, which is further, but it's still like. And look, I know rural areas. What is it like Syracuse? Real sticky. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, it's like a rural area of New York. It's upstate New York. This is not like. This isn't Maine. I kind (laughs) of had this. Yeah, I kind of had this problem with the last book. And I do understand because like, even if you go into a rural area outside of Los Angeles, like you are immediately going to encounter so much more racism, so much more bigotry. Huge Trump signs everywhere. yeah, Yeah, just red, red, red. But still like. It is wild how they are, how they talk about the people who live in Northern (laughs) and how the people of Northern act because it is truly like, I'm sorry, is this the 1600s? What is happening? Yeah, because they're so like, truly, they're so like, now that debt gum, like they talk like that. Yeah, they may as well be in the Appalachian Mountains. Sorry, I sound so bigoted myself right now, but they're (laughs) not in like, these are... (laughs) 
why is it so hillbilly? <laughs> well, yeah, it's like not it's not regionally correct speech. It's like but it the, might be maybe because I just like don't. probably Silver Ravenwolf lives in Pennsylvania and she's okay, probably well, somewhat familiar with like rural areas of Pennsylvania and it but it's like this seems wild to me. <laughs> so it's like kind of what I'm saying is this might be true, but I'm still baffled by it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could definitely live. Is it is it upstate New York? Maybe it's upstate New York. I think it's New York still. Um, but yeah, they're very, very backwoods. Maybe not because I'm I looked up powwow faith healing and it is like Pennsylvania Germans. Pennsylvania Dutch. Yeah. Amish. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Are they Amish? But then how come they're not part of the community? Because among the Pennsylvania Germans, the quote-unquote plain folks such as the Amish, Dunkers, and the Mennonites, as well as among the Lutheran and German Reformed Church members, powwow and the powwow doctor has a significant following. And that nobody knows where, like why it's called powwow or how that word, and it was probably just, it says, why Holman used the word powwow is not known. The name might have been in use at the time to refer to religious ceremonies of the local Native Americans or the name could have had a distinct meaning to the author. Mm. Um, but it's very Christian-centered paganism. Mm. It's like um, like Long Lost Friend, which is like where the practice originates with this guy who wrote the book. Um, it says, the practitioner of powwow is almost as old as Berks County itself. In 1819, a German immigrant, Johann George Yeoman, Ho man wrote a book of incantations and prayers entitled Long Lost Friend to be used in times of sickness and distress. Um, Interesting. Long Lost Friend opens with an unusual claim. Whoever carries this book with him is safe from all his enemies, visible or invisible, and whoever has this book with him cannot die without the holy corpse of Jesus Christ, nor be drowned in any water, burn up in any fire, nor can any unjust sentence be passed upon him. So help me. Interesting. It's It's not... For casting spells or putting the hex on someone, it contains prayers against evil and recipes for illness. Many of Homan's ideas are taken from the Bible. Okay, so it's kind of... It's a made-up, woo-woo, faith healing based in Christianity. Okay. But like based in his own Christian faith, not actually based in the Bible. <laughs> but it's practiced by like a fair number of people. But it does seem central. It does seem to be a Pennsylvania thing. So I guess yeah. like is the dad commuting to Pennsylvania. So I okay. So then these people are really basically Amish in this book, or they're just like not actually Amish. No, no, not not actually, because then they would be living on the yeah. But like, but they are like super rural, super rural, and really um, cloistered. Yeah. So it's really interesting that they're bringing in outside help. But they but do seem to have this whole community. They're just stated as like this sort of like strict family. To many inhabitants of Berks County, the practice of powwow or faith healing is part of their daily living. These people who heal the sick are known by some as powwow doctors or hex doctors. These practitioners use religious charms to end the evil influences of witches who cast spells upon man and beast. Accordingly, so the incantations like of the witch doctors make extensive use of religious symbols and prayers in which one easily recognizes the survival of liturgical weapons employed by the medieval church in its warfare against witchcraft. Powwow practitioner is more closely allied with theology than medicine, feels he is a mediator between the patient and God. And so that's why, I mean, she is saying like, Holy Mary, mother of God, mother of blood, healer of something. Yeah. 
And so she is um, like casting a, a faith healing. Yeah. Not, not a spell. And she's the one who says that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like either like she learned it for Ramona, who's specifically hoodoo. Yeah. Or she like just sort of it, it comes to her or like her mom taught it to her because her mom was a witch. She's a hereditary witch, unlike the other members of Witches Night Out, which although we talked about it in the first episode, I would just like to say again, that's a terrible name for a coven. Witches Night Out. It's yeah. terrible. It's not terrible. a name. No. That's like what you do. Yeah. As witches, you have a night out. <laughs> they can but, call it like so, they can call their their meetings that. Yeah, it's strange to me. I just think there are so much no, yeah. so many cooler coven names one can yeah. come up with. Um, so yeah, all sorts of like homegrown magic is being practiced in this book. Okay, I'm just looking up a coven name generator. <laughs> oh, so many pretty ones. Circle of the Fey Woods. That's pretty. Circle of the Oak Spirit. Yeah, that's a coven name. Yeah. I mean, look, Silver the Forest Ravenwolf Grove wives. is like an actual Beautiful. Wiccan and knows more than me. I just don't think it's the best name. Which is Night Out. I mean, it's fun. It's it's young. I, it just doesn't make sense as a name to me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're, it's a little confusing as to why this is such like a Pennsylvania magic, but I thought they were in rural New York. Yeah, this makes much more sense that they're, maybe it's just called Northern because that's just, it doesn't mean actually literally North. Yeah, I figured that was just the name of the town. It's just that I true I thought that that's where they were. Yeah, me in too. New York, but New York State. It makes a lot more sense if they're in Pennsylvania. Oh, interesting! In this little article about powwow, mm-hmm. it gives a good remedy to stop bleeding, and it is what she says. Really, blood thou must stop until the Virgin Mary bring forth another son. Repeat these words three times. Like that's oh. not exactly what she says, but she's calling on Similar, the Virgin yeah. Mary to, to stop the bleeding. I will say the thing about Silver Ravenwolf is that she like truly understands witchcraft, obviously, because she she's an elder of Wicca and like does her research. And I also really like because a lot of the characters in her books are very troubled. So at the end, she always has all these hotlines, mm-hmm. which I, I like as well. Mm-hmm. Um. But so Alice like says that the girls did it and in order to get them fired, which happens. And then they just are like, I guess we're fired. Yeah. It's like, okay, so now you're, you have to like drive 40 minutes to the action every time. This is, does not make sense narratively. Or like make Cricket meet you at the cemetery. Yeah, and then there's so all this now like. We have like so much back and forth. Yeah. And it just yeah. feels like a waste of time. Yeah. So Cricket knows something's up because she's like, look, listen, there are some fucked up things happening here at this farm right now. There is this messed up fire. There was like people going missing. I actually, I'm going to tell you something. I did not, I I did not, I was not able to predict who was behind all this. Oh, I was. Really? Yes. It was fucking Janet. I had no idea. I was like, okay. <laughs> of course didn't it know was Janet. Janet. Janet was being super weird at school. Janet was suddenly dressing super goth and clearly not using magic responsibly. Nam's oh, her aura was weird. Kept getting stolen. Her aura had worms in it. Uh, Ew, that Janet was gross. is the one who told them to go to the farm for some fucking reason. Janet's the one who told Alice they were witches. So she's clearly talking to Alice all the time, even though they're not really friends. And clearly yeah. Janet's who Tad was seeing and mistreating. 
I knew for sure so the that whole she time was I was like, Tad. God, when are we going to get to fucking Janet? <laughs> I, I guess I was more surprised. The, the part that I was really surprised about was that the old man. That I was shocked was, by. Yeah, the dad yeah. of Alice. You know no, what part? Janet. Or of Janet. Yeah. You know what part was scary to me? Wait. When they, so they like are doing this scrying to figure out like where the car that's been tailing them has been hiding. Mm-hmm. And they find one of the, like the, basically this, this property is like a big estate with like um, a bunch of little village villages around, not really villages, but like groups of um, homes and dormitories for the migrant workers that live there. Um, and so one of the houses is where um, one of the people that, went missing which or no 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 was alice's old house right wasn't this alice's old house and then yeah because they find no, alice's diary janet janet had taken alice's diary oh janet was the one doing all the magic when they got to that house i was scared or it was scary i was not scared but I it, it seemed really creepy all of the yeah all of the yeah. bad love spell magic going on yeah i was like ooh, and that's such a cool thing to have like fucked up love spells be scary which it's, mm-hmm. they are that is scary yeah because you're not supposed to do that kind of magic no you're you can do magic you're trying to control somebody exactly you can do magic that's like can you please bring love into my life but not like i want that person to love mm-hmm. me yeah yeah um and then i also didn't because there was so martha is one of the migrant workers and she um yeah, martha owens martha owens and she yes and she i don't know maybe she's only part sure um but so she went missing and i was like how is all this going to tie together and it was that she was in love with the dad with janet's dad and was like getting too close to like figuring out what janet was up to so then janet killed her yeah that is sad but it's also she was jealous because apparently tad was actually dating Alice. Oh, yeah. But I mean, she also killed Martha. Oh, I totally blanked on who we were talking about for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. No, Martha's story was the saddest to me, too. Oh, I know. Because she was she was just like, I'm in love with this guy. Yeah. She was just an innocent, total innocent. And I felt bad for the dad, too. I know that he was enabling his daughter, but like. And that he like went on to kill. But yeah, I I was sad for him, too. He seemed like really messed up. He seemed really mad, like him just like sadly playing the fiddle with no strings. And what he was genuinely that? loved Martha. Yeah. And they were going to get married and his daughter killed his his girlfriend. It's very sad. Okay. Another twist that I did not see coming. Maybe you saw it coming. Because apparently I did not know what was happening. I only saw book. Janet okay. coming. And then Alice's slight involvement. Okay. When Lilu, what the fuck's her name? Leslie. <laughs> Leslie. Lilu is the character from Fifth Element. Yes. So when Leslie <laughs> when Leslie is like, so I have this secret. She's like, I'm pregnant. And her sister Cricket is like, oh my God. So you're living in sin? And she's like, well, no, not really, because I'm married. And you're like, wait, what? And she's been married for two years. And then the extra twist of that's her second baby. I I was like, you've you've got a two year old. You've been married for five years. I thought this was only two. What's also, happening? Here's the bullshit. 
right? Here's here's the main bullshit. So dad is like, you've been living in sin. I'm like, no, she hasn't. She, yeah, you, I was like, she's and you married. heard that. You heard that she was married. I know. So what the fuck so are fuck you talking off. about? Also, I, I would kind of like to know how old Z is, though, because. Um, oh, that was unclear. Like yeah, 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 yeah. But she's 30. <laughs> she's 30. Oh, I didn't remember that. Yeah. She's much older. Yeah. She's fucking 30. Okay. Yeah. Fucking dad. The fucking dad sucks. The dad has ruined everyone. He ruins everything he touches. Oh, I loved that it turned out Z was a children's author. I loved that. And he's <laughs> like prolific. Well yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then again, his name is Zebediah, which is very fucking Pennsylvania, not necessarily New York. Yeah. Very like Jedediah, Zebediah, mm-hmm. that like uh, like Old Testament kind of name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was, that was the other thing. Oh, my God. When Cricket is talking to him <laughs> and he's like kind of just being like really quiet and she's like, Cricket, God bless. I know. Oh, God I know what bless, you're gonna say. Yeah. But like, girl, when she was like, oh, maybe he's like slow. I was like, yeah, cricket. Like, oh, cricket. gosh. I never even thought about if he had a mental <laughs> handicap. I'm like, cricket. <laughs> cricket. He's an author. Also, he's just like, quiet. <laughs> like, also, like, for her to be like, maybe, like, I don't know. It just feels very like of its time to like be like, oh, maybe that. Like, it just felt very. Uh, well-meaning but like definitely insensitive yes. <laughs> like yes. like okay cricket but i still liked her i thought it would have been way more fun to hang out with her and like literally all the people at the at the farm instead of yeah instead i wanted of this girls. to be a farm story and i did not really enjoy my time with the coven no i just felt like i mean nobody was listening to name about the fact that important not just like jewelry but like which jewelry kept going missing yeah yeah Can we please like look into that and see it as a problem can we please go back to the fact that like all of a sudden janet's super goth and has worms in her aura it's just they yeah they were dismissing a lot of stuff think they were dismissing a lot of stuff they were like not thinking critically they were bickering they were being really wishy-washy about whether they wanted to help. And I was like, Cricket needs your fucking help. Come on. Yeah. And I mean, being really unfair to Sydney because Sydney is like, unfortunately, roped into like, uh, what is what is the word? Chaperoning. Yeah. Yeah. Chaperoning Renee at the hayride. Mm-hmm. And like, everyone's like, wow. Dad. <laughs> he's, he's trying to stick it to you. When in fact, like, he thought she was mad because he kissed her because they are taking it glacial pace. Okay. <laughs> the fact that like, they haven't even kissed. They haven't kissed. And that Sydney thinks that that's why she's mad at him, that he kissed her. I could kind of understand if like she felt mad knowing that he had spoken to the spirit of her mother oh but, yeah like, the fact that nobody has a conversation with a member of their own fucking coven about why he's suddenly taking this girl no one likes to a hayride yeah they should have they should have talked fucking talk i mean because he's beyond, part of like, their being coven. a friend yeah he's in your fucking coven yeah it just like they were doing there were just like too many things they were doing that were irrational yeah so yeah. i was kind of annoyed by them Yes, I was. Also, I loved the like autumn vibes of the farm. I liked 
Mm-hmm. It was it was cute. Yeah. It was cute there. Um, oh, but the rabbits thing. Oh, right, because the rabbits were let out from the school's agriculture program, uh-huh. which they breed so it animals. Would have which, to be somebody at the school. Yeah, who yeah. Knew about them. Yeah, They're yeah, just yeah, like yeah. Not. It's at Janet. No it's Janet. point did they put two and two together. Yeah. No point. They and just kept die. haphazardly <laughs> investigating. <laughs> well, it wasn't your job, Kelly. Your job is to read Thank the you. book. Their job Thank is to you. solve the crime. Thank you. They were just haphazardly and half-heartedly investigating. At no- the only reason we know eventually what happened is because it all comes out in like five pages of exposition after yeah. everything is resolved. Then also, we're told what happened with Janet. Then we're told what yeah. happened with this, that, and the other. They never put anything together. They're terrible investigators. Like they should join Jennifer over in the fucking Joan Lowry Nixon book oh, we yeah. just read. <laughs> Worst cops ever. Oh, you know what is Go another meatloaf and do a spell and just yeah. like don't if if you're not interested clearly and you're not good at it. Why are you doing? Yeah. Well, why? Um, this is a. Can I just? I'm just remembering another piece of evidence that they just like completely overlook. Yes. <laughs> so they're like, "Oh my god, this car is harassing us," and totaled Bethany's car, which is insane. Okay. T-bone them, mm-hmm. insane. They're like, "Oh my god." Well, where is this car hiding? And then Cricket's like, "Let me show you where I like to hang out in private and eat snacks." So she goes into this like shed, and there's oil on the floor mm-hmm. and they're like huh and then she's like all my snacks are gone that's weird oh well yep and it's like like yeah somebody that's where the car is stupid car in there and taking your snacks idiot come Dumbass, on what are you doing so dumb yeah they're pretty and bad not at just dumb but like oblivious like just tr- yeah just not thinking about anything no critically no, they're just kind okay, of like. Then this isn't your thing. Why are you acting like it is? They. It's also interesting because, sure, them doing magic does really help them investigate. Like when they use the scrying thing. Mm-hmm. Um. But oh yeah. Also, I could have done with more magic to investigate. Mostly it was yeah. them poking around and getting caught. <laughs> And like being really bad at like finding the tangle foot. Like the fact that they could not get that <laughs> tangle foot for like two hundred pages. I was like. Come on, you guys. Yeah. Just get the fucking thing. Yep. Because so basically they find out someone's been doing like evil magic at the Bindarts. Uh And they're like, what is that? Another witch? And then, yeah, you're right. Because now she's all gothy. Janet's all gothy. They don't put that together. Mm -hmm. Um, And then all these bad things keep happening. I will say at least Bethany has the... um, the enough of a sense of shame to be like, I can't believe I didn't realize Janet was a witch. Yeah. yeah. And Sydney's like, it's not your fault. And I'm sitting here like, yes, it is. Yeah. Also, Bitch while- looked into her aura. And while I like Sydney, okay, I thought he was a mm-hmm. good guy. I thought mm-hmm. he was probably the best of them, mm-hmm. of the coven members. Yes. The, the chemistry between him and Bethany, nothing. No. There is a yeah. nothing chemistry between them. Agree. I was he just like, with <laughs> he needs to be with. Come on, there was so much chemistry between between him and Cricket, and like he Bethany was saw helping. it. Yeah. yeah, Sydney's getting so much done in this investigation, and it's receiving zero help. Yeah, and also Bethany sees it, and she's like, "Wow, I really don't like every time he looks at Cricket because she knows that there's something between them for sure." Mm-hmm. 
Because Cricket's cute. Cricket's cute. And she's like, like spunky and like open-minded and like driven and uh, self-reliant. And I don't know. I just, I really liked her. She's caring. Yeah. Caring about others. Yeah. But she's like in over her head and she needs help. Okay. Also, okay. Here's another thing. Why on earth did all of these people <laughs> decide to hang out for Thanksgiving? I don't know. <laughs> I was like, no, why are they? Why are really they? Unpleasant. <laughs> horrible. Complete fucking nightmare. No way. Yeah. I'm not going to dinner with old man Bindart. Seriously. Fuck him. Yeah. And I'll I have to pretend him, that we like him. socialize with him. No. And then, of course, Janet's ghost, because Janet gets killed by her own dad, who has to, like, basically T-bone her body because she's about to kill Bethany. And so he's all sad about it. But anyway, her spirit comes and tries to, like, kill Bethany. That scene is wild. Yeah, I, I couldn't that believe that happened. I was like, more of this, please. Yeah, that would have been cool. She was very scary. Mm-hmm. And she was, like, coming towards her. She's like, I'm going to kill you tonight. Come join me into the in the undead. Yeah, and she's like, all decaying flesh and shit yeah it was cool mm-hmm. and then that was like actual magic fighting too yes more of that please yeah Less i think i liked getting, the f- like hit by cars <laughs> yeah i think i liked the first book a lot more than the than this one i think so too like just listening to that episode like we both had favorable takes on that one and yeah. this one i was just like okay yeah there were certainly aspects i liked like we yeah, said, but, but exactly. But overall, I liked the orchard. <laughs> not not an outstanding entry to me. Yeah. Yeah, same. Same. So I'd say maybe you don't have to read this one. Yeah, like if you are super, super into witchcraft and just really want to read something that like is legit steeped in it, then go for it. Yeah. But I'm sure there are better entries. Yeah, for sure. If you can find them. Um, but yeah, that was yeah. Witch's Key to Terror. Witch's Key to Terror. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We really, really appreciate you. Yes, we do. And a special thank you to our Patreon supporters. If you would like to become one, you can go to patreon.com slash teencreeps. We've got a lot of extra content for people who donate there. And a uh, special shout out to our Patreon producers who give it the $15 level. We really appreciate the extra support. Thank you, Aaron Fernandez, Adam Howitz, Amanda Nangle, Amy T, Ann Dwyer, Ashley Fritz, Brian Petty II, Caitlin L, Claire Moore, Courtney McPhail, Danielle Lamana, Danny B, Drew Waranis, Emma, Aaron B, Gabriela Santiago, Gianna Fernandez, Gwendolyn Ludovic, Jeremy Kronk, Jeremy Goodfellow and Marco Pavlicich, Jessica Smith-Harper, Jessica Yu, Jonathan Venable, Karen Lewis, Kat Miller, Katie Lilly, Katie Olsner, Keith Anderson, Kelly Burns, Kodiak S, Chris Dorina, Landry Desmond, Larry Nguyen, Laura Hooper, Luke Bartek, Max B, Megan Lozier, Melody, Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho, Miranda Hester, Molly G, Molly Marks, Noah Spargo. Whoops, my notes went crazy and doubled up <laughs> names. <laughs> Rachel Bassert, Randy Klett, Rebecca Goss, Rogue Kalahua, Sersha Descaro, Sarah Wallen, Sasha Gibson, Sylvie T, Tristan Buckner, Victoria Beck, Victoria Gray, Victoria Valdez. Thank you, guys. And if you'd like to support the podcast, um, just with your efforts, 
you can rate and review us at iTunes and Spotify now, and you can tell a friend about us. Please do. Uh, we really appreciate you all. Thank you again for listening. Next week, we are reading. The Ransom, or Ransom, actually, by Lois Duncan. Oh, being joined by our low dunk correspondent, Patrick Ellers. Oh my Woo-hoo. God, that's his last name, right? Yes. You just haven't said <laughs> it out loud in that long? Panicked, because yeah, I hadn't said it out loud or seen it written down, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, surreal. Right. All right. Appreciate y'all. Stay safe out there. Keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.